are listening to Weird, Obscure, Impossibly Unsafe. Welcome to episode 14 of Weird, Obscure, and Possibly Unsafe. Woo! The first episode of 2021, hopefully. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Unless it takes us like a full year to edit this. <laughs> it actually won't <laughs> come out until December of 2021. I'm Jacob. I'm Anna Marie. And I'm Melissa. So as we've kind of been doing the past few episodes, uh, we, we just sort of break the ice a little bit, talking about what movies and TV shows and things we've been uh, we've been watching recently, but maybe this week we can, uh, you know, it's the end of the year. We can take a look back and say, what was it that really got you through in in uh, the year 2020? What was it that kept you hanging on or that helped you through this, frankly, this shithole? of a year yeah i feel like uh this year we're just grasping at anything we possibly could yeah. to just have some sort of feeling that's not despair right. and as part yeah. of the cinepunks podcasting network we're all um uh film addicts too so rather than talk about uh you know our strong relationships and bonds and and things like that let's just talk about the movies that we use to sort of numb ourselves to the reality of 2020 well the thing is i feel like a lot of the things we used also involved friendship our movie group that we met uh we met every week and we had friends from around here we had friends in different states and i feel like it's something that we wouldn't necessarily have done if it wasn't, you know, we weren't stuck inside. So that's actually true. That's actually true. It was really great. God, you won't let me be cynical, will you? No. Thank you. Yeah, I do feel like, like, I think it was so much easier for more people to get together too, because we're all just at home. It's so easy to tune in rather than like trying to drive someplace. So that was awesome. Right. Seeing people from far away. What were your media highlights for 2020? I can go first. Um, well, I, there's two shows that I feel like I really got into. Most recently, I just finished re-watching every episode of Seinfeld. So that's been like a really fun, lighthearted journey. Because Peter hasn't seen it all before. And we watched it together. And I really, I really love Seinfeld. It's very silly. And also The Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. I watched... Peter has not, we haven't finished Haunting of Hill House. We watched Bly Manor. I've seen it before, but we watched Bly Manor together first. And I was like, if you like this, you're really going to like season one. And yeah. we have two episodes left. And it's it's really like rewatching it again. It's it's nice. It's a nice rewatch. I think that's the right order to do it because I think the Haunting of Hill House packs a way bigger punch. But like Bly Manor is not bad, but it's uh, it's just... I feel like building up to Hill House, that, w- that would be a nice way to be introduced to it. Yeah, well, I feel yeah. like The Haunting of Hill House is way um, scarier and much more of a, a horror. <laughs> it is legit uh, terrifying. Yeah. And I don't know if you, you noticed this, Melissa, your second watch, but um, I guess in a lot of scenes throughout the series, there are these little, like, these ghosts that are just hanging out in the background, which to me was the most terrifying part of that series yes and i remember after finishing watching it the first time like reading those articles that pointed out a bunch of them that i missed and then wanting to go back and rewatch. though weirdly like maybe my tv's just smaller so it's harder to spot them i haven't noticed as many as i did the first time i was watching because i did notice a few i haven't noticed any but i did the one scene with the clock worker guy I was like, that guy's a ghost. But they really point that one out later. <laughs> um, other than that, um, our movie group, for sure, we watched some really weird ones, um, particularly Ricky O. Do you remember that one? Yes. Oh, how could we forget? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> so violent, but also like kind of campy and silly with like how gory it was. It's like cartoonish violence. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And also it would be 
sad if I didn't mention Blank Check, which was like truly shocking that anyone watched that as a child and thought that that was like a normal story with that epic, upsetting kiss at the end. Just the whole concept, the romance between a child and an adult woman. Yeah. How is that for kids? <laughs> I've really struggled with that one since we watched it again. Our, our group has had a couple of uh, Disney Channel originals in the mix here and there. It's such a weird like polarity. It's like Disney Channel originals or like obscure and incredibly violent B-movie horror stuff. And I feel like Blank Check was actually one that we've remembered all the way through. Right. And <laughs> didn't need any violence to really stick in our minds. Yeah. 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 And I guess um, other than that, I just really quickly wanted to mention some that I watched this year that I really liked. I watched Lighthouse this year, which was so good. I really liked it. I know it came out like last year, but I really liked it. I also watched Existence for the first time, which is one that I like yeah. weirdly keep thinking about. It's just like keep lingering on my mind. I really liked it. I watched oh, Starship yeah. Troopers for the first time. And I also watched Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time. Like hey, a few years ago. Nice. Oh, man. So, yes, a lot of time to watch so many strange movies. Yeah, I feel like that, that was another, um, if we want to see some positives in this really terrible year, just the time and space to be able to watch so many movies. I know that I have, and that's been something that's really, I think, gotten me through. Um, there's something to yeah. look forward to and like, I kind of brought the nerdiness to a new level, like printing out checklists of movies I oh. wanted to see. And <laughs> you started, uh, you started um, subscribing to the Patreon of that other that big show, right? Oh, Colors to of the get Dark. There, like basically, almost like it's almost like they're giving you like cinema homework. Yeah, which I I love. <laughs> Yeah, Whoa. yeah. So about this. I am. Yeah. So, Colors of the Dark podcast that they just like really started it up. I think in October, but they had been doing like Patreon special podcast episodes for like deep cuts, basically. Mm -hmm. Um. So I went through, and it was like a year's worth of bonus episodes and like actual lists of movies that i actually printed out <laughs> right wow yeah nice that's awesome <laughs> but well, now you've got a list of things to watch for 2021 oh yeah my goal is to watch them all probably <laughs> probably won't be able to do it in one year but you can do it close i believe um, in you thank you melissa <laughs> um well what have you guys been watching I, I listed so many things, but what have you guys been watching that really made 2021 enjoyable? 2020. 2020, yes. <laughs> um, well, like I said, I have watched a lot of movies, um, so I won't list a whole bunch of them. But one movie that I had been looking forward to watching for like months throughout the year was Possessor. And then we just watched it, what, like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And it was really good. It is one of my favorites of the year. Yeah, me too. If you liked Existence, Melissa, I think you would love Possessor. Yeah. Very similar concepts. And it's David Cronenberg's son, David Cronenberg. Brendan Cronenberg. Oh, I thought his name oh, was his David son Cronenberg. Is also named David. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like a David Cronenberg Jr. situation. <laughs> no. His name is Brandon. Brandon Cronenberg. That's what I said. <laughs> David Cronenberg Jr. Jr. <laughs> yes, I do remember this came out and I just haven't had the chance to see it oh, yet. But I'm going to move up on the list now because of your recommendation. It's yeah. so, it, the thing is, it's like, it's luscious. It's so beautiful. It really is. So, yeah, a couple of other movies, I guess. We recently also watched Spontaneous, which so was an, another fantastic so movie. Melissa, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch that. Don't even know what it is. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I'm sorry. I'll stop chiming in on your list. It's okay. Just, you're picking really good movies. Well, yeah. And we also watch a lot of them together. So, <laughs> um, but it's basically this story about how 
seniors in this high school class start like spontaneously exploding and like that is like the main premise but it's um told through the perspective of this one girl who ends up falling in love with one of her other like one of the other students and like kind of goes through all of the feelings of like fear and like trying to soak up the moment and grief yeah like it's just it's really really beautifully done um interesting i've never heard of this all right adding it to my list good that one along with yes god yes are two of my favorite high school movies Mm, like movies dealing with high schoolers um and they've both been put out in the last two years Mm -hmm. yeah yes god yes was also very good Hmm. Um, yeah seeing the director of that movie brian duffield also he wrote the babysitter and also this movie i just watched literally yesterday underwater Mm. it's like yeah i don't i don't know it wasn't that i don't know it wasn't that great but it was still kind of interesting anyways yeah we watched underwater too I know Jake has a lot of feelings about that movie. <laughs> I think it would have been awesome if it was in a theater. I think it would yeah. have been amazing and in a huge on a huge screen with like really really loud speakers. But yeah, definitely some surround sound. Yeah. Um. So those were some of the movies I watched. I also I just realized that I think our very first episode, I had talked about how I had started a reading challenge on Goodreads. Did you make it? I did. I made it probably again because of the pandemic. (laughs) I ended up going actually three books over my goal. Um, And I have to say that audiobooks really saved my ass on that one. Um, I never, like, I just started listening to audiobooks this year. And I think that's probably why I was able to do it too. Can't beat a good audiobook, really. Yeah, seriously. Um, And then the last thing I wanted to mention, it's not a, it's not a book, it's not a movie, but it has to do with both actually. Um, and as that that's I introduced I introduced Jake to um, my immortal. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you remember Melissa? I know you know this because I also introduced it to you a couple of years ago. Is it like a fan fiction? Yeah, it's, it's okay. Harry, Harry Potter fan fiction that's told by uh i guess from the perspective of something like goth teenager like an emo vampire yeah emo (laughs) vampire goth uh teen and it just like popped in my head a couple weeks ago and i was like jake have you ever heard of this and then i read through 22 chapters oh my my voice was just like (laughs) so raw from reading you know dumbledore shouting uh, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that line is so good. <laughs> that would be a great podcast. That kind of reminds me of like uh, my dad wrote a porno where it's like just silly yeah. things would be so fun to read with someone or listen to someone read to you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's um, awesome. But anyway, that really got me through like that last hump of 2020 being able to return to that that gem that internet gem return Um, to your roots (laughs) yes well that's that's it for me um jake it's uh it's your turn to share i only have one thing to share and that is the beautiful beautiful people of stars hollow i took my first journey through the Gilmore Girls saga this year. I had never watched a single episode. And this year I watched every every season plus the bonus uh Year in the Life. Year in the Life episodes. Uh and I just gotta say, you know, I just really grew to love, I think, the quirky citizens of Stars Hollow. Um you know, Rory and Lorelai, great characters, sympathetic at first. Then you kind of get frustrated with them from time to time. Like, we have a complicated relationship, I think. But, man, Emily Gilmore, what a killer. Kirk. And Kirk. Yeah. Love Kirk. Anyways, uh, 
just really enjoyed escaping to what can only be described, I think, as the television equivalent of a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, that was an adventure that really made me forget my suffering for a bit. Yeah, to pretend like we lived in Stars Hollow and there were just pumpkins there all the time. Well, I mean, to be fair, there were pumpkins here for way longer, <laughs> in your way, home. way longer than they should have been. That's true. Can I just tell you that one, this one pumpkin that I got when we went to that pumpkin patch is still, it's okay. It's still sitting in here. It's oh. not rotted at all. It's wow. fine. It's been sitting there for like two months. Yeah. That, we got that back in like September or yeah, maybe early October. That full of preservatives. Oh, wow. <laughs> pumped full of pump preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We Actually, should. I think it might be a gourd. It just looks like a pumpkin. Anyways. I well, so I I hate to cut this short. I it's I think it's really good to sort of celebrate the things that gave us joy and and helped us, uh, you know, uh, stay in a nice positive frame of mind sometimes. But I do think that we should probably move into something a little bit weirder, a little bit more obscure, something possibly more unsafe. I've I've got something unsafe for us today and that unsafe thing is the skunk ape Ooh, it sounds stinky oh it is <laughs> all right tell us about it all right so the skunk ape is a cryptid um that is an ape-like creature thought to roam the forests and swamps of um, southeastern united states such as states like georgia alabama and mississippi with of course most reports coming from Florida, specifically the Everglades. But of course, yeah. Are we are we uh, surprised by of that? Of course, because Florida's stinky. No, just because I feel like a lot of strange things come out of Florida. Like I will, I just will never forget that story about someone throwing an alligator through a drive-through window. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> and also one of our friends that lives in Florida. She always sends me <laughs> these weird Florida articles, um, especially ones that have to do with alligators. So one is like, I remember one she sent me was like, golfers play around giant alligator on like green uh, and just like, I don't know, I guess an alligator just showed up on the golf course. And they just continued they just to play it around it. Yeah. So that's why I said, of course. Only in Florida would you play golf around a dinosaur and it's not like a putt-putt installation real it's live action yeah seriously they are dinosaurs i don't understand are you are you calling old people in florida dinosaurs them and crocodiles or alligators i don't know which ones are right so the skunk ape gets its name from its appearance and also from the disgusting, odious, repulsive smell that exudes from it. And also, apparently, it's very elusive. I mean, it like I feel like like Bigfoot in general just uh, can't quite catch it. <laughs> so this is like a stinky Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, so it's similar to Bigfoot or uh, the Sasquatch of the Pacific Squatch. Northwest. Yeah, the Squatch. Um the stinky squatch, baby. Yep. Although uh, it's said to be shorter in stature um, and also has hair falling from its shoulders and arms, kind of like an orangutan. Also, I've been trying to figure this out. Is it orangutan or orangutan? It's orangutan. There's no G at the end. Okay. Because you know what really messed me up was um, tang. 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 It's a kick in the glass. <laughs> yeah. It's lied to me all this all these years. Um, great. <laughs> Glad to clear that up. Okay, so uh, the skunk ape is also described to have kind of pale coloration around its eyes. Um, and some sources even say that it has red glowing eyes, um, Ooh. which could also be uh, the reflection off of lights. That's so, like, what I was thinking. Light. Yeah. Also, some sources say that it has kind of a reddish rust-colored hair, like an orangutan. Others say that uh, it has like black or dark brown hair. 
Um, so really, it could have any color hair. Really, it could. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, a whole wide spectrum of hair colors. <laughs> so basically, basically, what we've established is that the skunk ape has hair. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you said it's like dangling from its arms. Yeah, yeah. It's like what, like long hair dangling from its forearms. Yeah, like, like Easy Rider tassels. That's what I'm picturing. Yes, actually, that's a great way to put it. Perfect. Okay. So some other names for this creature include my favorite Swamp Cabbage Man, <laughs> <laughs> Swamp Ape, Stink Ape, Florida Bigfoot, Louisiana Bigfoot, Swamp Squatch, which has a nice ring oh, to it. Yeah, I like that. And Swamp Foot. Which sounds like a disease. Kind of. I think it is. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm joking. I don't know. The skunk ape, the the idea that kind of originates from um, myths of uh, indigenous peoples from the southeastern region of the U.S. um, that describes a foul-odored, physically strong and powerful and also very secretive creature, which I would like to know more about that. I didn't really find much about the secretiveness of this creature but i'm very curious like he won't tell you anything about his background like he won't share with you his or her home address but yeah. like he's just got a lot of secrets wears a trench coat you know, <laughs> like stays in the shadows skulks around yeah. hmm. i don't know so the name for this creature um in this region was called the sd cap Keiki, and I'm probably saying that wrong, and I so apologize. Which means cannibal giant, and I guess that's um, fucking hardcore. Yeah, it is. Um, and I guess these also my computer uh, <laughs> auto corrected that to SD cupcakes. So these <laughs> these cannibal giants, <laughs> these cannibal giants, I guess are like also known as cupcakes. Also known as cupcakes um, are entities that actually appear a lot in folklore from indigenous tribes across the u.s and canada um and i guess are connected to kind of what we now we like know as bigfoot or like hairy bipedal creatures so there's this like larger myth that kind of stretches across the whole country and within like different tribes that's pretty cool yeah so one of the first reports comes from florida in 1818 where people saw a giant ape creature stalking fishermen and raiding food stores. That's all I was able to find on that. Again, there might there's probably more out there that I just didn't find, but maybe that's, that's part of the cool. secretness, which is Secret. you know, the stalking fisherman. Um, but he like went to the store and he just wouldn't pay. That's <laughs> I know. After this initial report. Reports has increased over the years with most reports coming out of the 60s and 70s, which I feel like is also a period where we get a lot of like UFO sightings and, oh, wasn't, didn't Crowley perform that uh, ritual in, when was it? 1917 or 18. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. That was far away from the 60s. I don't know why I was thinking about that. But, Mm. But we do get a lot of like, I feel like UFO sightings and stories from that time and so one of these sightings um that kind of came out of the 60s and 70s um was that people said to have witnessed a similar smelly creature so similar to like bigfoot or um skunk ape that was running upright throughout a suburban neighborhood in dade county florida whoa yeah so just run through the suburbs jeez what i'm surprised about that is like that it didn't get shot like it's Florida yeah. running through the suburbs. Well, that's that's part of it. And I'll kind of talk about that a little bit later and thinking about like what it could possibly be and what skeptics and scientists are like is what it probably is. And then in 1977, after people kept reporting sightings of this kind of like ape-like creature, um, a bill was proposed to make it illegal to, quote, take, possess, harm, or molest anthropoids or humanoid animals anthropoids so i couldn't find again i couldn't find much information about this particular bill i always feel like with things this was interesting i always feel like with things like this there's a story behind it like there's a reason that 
you know, rules are made. Like, would anthropoids include, like, primates in general? I guess. I don't... I would guess so. No, there's no primates native to Florida, right? Yeah, but they're... Yeah, but... Like zoos and... Zoos, people having pet monkeys, stuff like that. Hmm. Also, if you think about it, lots of animals are like humans. Dolphins are really smart. Well, of mm-hmm. course, I guess humans aren't really that smart <laughs> now that I think about it. Okay, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Well, I'll just end with... <laughs> when I think human-like, I don't necessarily think dolphin. Yeah, but you're just thinking morphologically. I'm thinking about all kinds of ways. Yeah. Because I'm smart like a dolphin. <laughs> up for debate (laughs) (laughs) well i'll end by saying that uh this bill did not pass oh Um, oh shame those anthropods anthropoids are gonna be vulnerable i know and the humanoid animals all those skunky apes out there okay so i have a couple of examples of sightings of this skunk ape in the autumn of 2000 Um, The police of Sarasota County, Florida, received a mysterious letter from a woman. Um, This woman was uh, anonymous. Um, But the letter came with two photos attached of what the woman said was an escaped orangutan who had been stealing apples from her back porch for three nights. And these photos were later found to be taken by the Mayaka River, which I guess there are like a, especially a lot of skunk ape sightings around that area. And then the the images were released to the public and that's kind of when like cryptid enthusiasts just really like took it and ran basically. And they were just like, oh my gosh, this is the skunk ape. And like, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like officially a, a sighting, but these in, the cryptid enthusiasts really that's kind of like they they saw that as an opportunity i guess but it could have just been an escaped orangutan hanging out in her backyard yes which also seems very unlikely (laughs) right so i don't know if that seems so unlikely to me but i guess a loose monkey just out in the woods by itself yeah i'm gonna say it's a skunky I think that's more likely than an, an orangutan. All right. Well, we'll have to have an official debate after this episode. All right, we'll settle this. <laughs> Our own weird, obscure to settle after all debate, this. debate team. Catch me outside, Melissa. <laughs> How about that? Um, okay, so another sighting was from a woman named Jennifer Ward who shared an encounter that she had with the skunk ape in the Baltimore Sun. It's interesting that the Baltimore Sun is covering um, things like skunk ape, Wait, ape sightings. Is this going to be an encounter? Is this going to be an encounter like that one lady that had that encounter with Bigfoot where they were, you know? No. Okay. No one can see that hand gesture you just made, but it was inappropriate. <laughs> it wasn't inappropriate. It was descriptive. Um, okay. So the encounter was from August 2004. Um, And it was a week after Hurricane Charlie. Uh, Jennifer was driving back from a friend's house and her daughters were asleep in the backseat and it was about dusk. So as she was driving, she noticed something moving around in a ditch over by the side of the road. When she looked over, she noticed that whatever was in this ditch was looking at her as well. So it kind of recognized that she was there. The creature then rose up from the ditch and Jennifer described that its eyes at first were serious as if it were looking for food. And she said specifically like it was hunting frogs, which I wonder if that's what skunk apes eat. Because <laughs> uh, I've seen that a couple couple times in my research. I guess they but, do have a lot of meat on them, right? That's, or that's I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was it was serious at first, but then it looked surprised when like to see her and surprise that she was looking at it. Um, so she slowed down to take a look, uh, but she was too scared to stop the car completely. So as she was driving along, she said that she noticed that the creature was about six to eight feet tall, covered in hair that was about two inches long. And it had white, 
like it was kind of white around its eyes um and it looked like it was the texture of like a cat or dog's paw and that she also didn't notice any sort of like ears or a nose so it seems to me that like these creatures don't seem like violent or threatening in any way they're just kind of there when people see them but they do threaten me with their stink they're stinky and it really sounds like they want you to leave them alone they're secretive they have their own life they don't need you meddling like this lady who's really watching it yeah i get it i get it (laughs) me too that's why whenever i want to be left alone i just fart a lot it works yeah except in times when i can't leave you alone like i'm sleeping (laughs) so anyway so ward now says that she wishes that like she could show family and friends what she saw and that like other people can like understand what it was that she witnessed that that evening she also says that she drives a little slower and she also keeps a camera in her car for just in case there are other moments like this so maybe the skunk ape will return to her wow man missed opportunity I know. So like now she's just gonna like be like she missed like the one thing that would have been her claim to fame. I know. And also like the thing that I forgot as I was reading the story was that her kids were in the backseat this entire time. I think they yeah, were asleep. what do I have to say about this? I guess they were asleep, but also okay. like I don't know what I would do in her position. Like driving, seeing this like creature digging around in a ditch, seeing that the creature sees me. And I have my kids in the backseat. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's startling. Uh, and also there's that sort of like need to protect and run away. But she slowed down. <laughs> She's braver than I am, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Taking one for science. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So my last sighting that I have on here. So that was, this is from a team of skunk ape hunters, Whoa. Um, <laughs> which definitely exists, who went out to the Mayaka River State Park. Um, so they went out in the middle of the night and they had like a bunch of thermal camera gear and headlamps, you know, as as skunk ape hunters as do, do, as you do. Have you ever seen, um, what was it, like Finding Bigfoot? I, there are a bunch of Bigfoot, Bigfoot shows on like the Travel Channel and stuff. Um, yes. I used to watch Destination Truth that they would like fly around and they'd go to places and they had all this intense equipment and they'd be like, nothing again. I guess this one's unsolved. And it's like, you didn't find anything. (laughs) Sometimes I see those and I'm like, I think the network just gave them $10,000 and sent them to like an REI or Dick Sporting Goods or something. I was like, make it look fancy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How many different lights can you have? And and keep saying, I do believe there's a squatch in these woods over and over again. (laughs) Until we all believe there's a squatch in these woods. I do. Sorry. I do believe there's a squatch in these woods. So that was good. Yeah. There's been a murder. <laughs> a squatch murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So they, they were well equipped with their gear. So they decided that they were first going to walk down to the beach and then as they did that, suddenly this group of wild hogs just appeared. 40 to 50 oh. feral hogs? Possibly. I don't know. They didn't, they didn't list the number. Just- oh, my God. Now that's a real threat. Those are dangerous. <laughs> yes. But luckily, they ran right past this uh, skunk ape hunting God. team. Thank yeah. God. But it looked like they were running away from something else. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. What is so scary to those hogs? That they ran away, I wonder. Well, the team wanted to know that too. So they crept in a little bit closer to that space where the hogs ran out just to get a little better look. And then suddenly they noticed this other creature and it just bolted and started running towards the team. And my favorite quote from this article where I read this was, Bill and Stevie start hollering, it's coming and it's hauling ass. (laughs) (laughs) it's hauling ass um (laughs) so one of the team members then responded to this um but her name was stacy brown so not bill or stevie um so she she crouched down 
And she said that when she did this, it sounded like an elephant was just running through the woods, which means that skunk ape's got to be pretty heavy. And then her Ooh. other response was to pull out her pistol. And then she turned on her headlamp, hoping to get a better look at it. But unfortunately, the creature, I guess, like she said, it stopped short. So it stopped running and it, she wasn't able to see anything after that. Hmm. So. But she could have shot it because that build never got passed. That's true. Yeah, that that skunk ape had no protection. Man, Man. Devil, I tell you. I know. Yeah. Well, speaking of skunk ape hunters, I want to talk about this other guy named Dave Shelley. So Dave Shelley is a skunk ape hunter. He also claims to be or uh, sees himself as the Jane Goodall of skunk apes. Jane Goodall. What? That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> he hunts them, but he. Jake Goodall was not a gorilla hunter, right? Well, I don't think he's like, I don't think he's like out there like shooting to kill, like actually hunting. I think he's like hunting and like trying to find and like get evidence of the skunk ape. Oh, but trying to preserve the- their existence, I guess, by hunting them down and exposing them. Yeah, that's debatable. Um, so. <laughs> So Dave Shelley's story. So he saw the skunk ape for the first time when he was 10 years old. Sorry. Sorry. I have to correct myself. It, Jane Goodall wasn't gorilla. She was chimpanzees, right? Yes. Um, okay. So he was out deer hunting with his brother in the swamp behind his house. And his brother saw this skunk ape walking across the swamp. Um, but he, Dave was too small to see it, so he couldn't see over the tall grass. So his brother lifted him up, and he said that it was about 100 feet away. So it looked like a man, but had hair all over. Um, and then he said it started suddenly raining, like the, the skies just opened up and started pouring rain, and then the creature ran away. Whoa, so Dave. the skunk apes have the weather on their side. Honestly, the way that he told that story, it seems like that's the case. I don't think it is, but I guess it is Florida, though, and the weather just drastically changes. That's true. You get like an afternoon shower for like 15 minutes and then just like absolutely pours. Yeah. Little do we know that that's the skunk apes doing. Ooh. (laughs) They're controlling the weather. There we go. So ever since this moment where he saw the skunk ape, he decided to dedicate his life to pursuing and researching the skunk ape. And he ended up opening this this, uh, uh, facility, I guess, called the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters, and it's located on his property. Well, yeah. So, and this is down in like the, near the Everglades. So this headquarters has become a very popular roadside attraction and also host exhibits of giant, and I say giant in all caps, giant alligators. That's what it says on the website. And one of the largest snakes in captivity, which is like a 350-pound, like, python. Um, you can also book wow. some swamp tours. And I think you can even camp out there. Whoa. Um, and there's also an official Skunk Ape merchandise gift shop, just in case anyone's wondering. I want their Skunk Ape gear. All right. So if we can camp there... This should be when the pandemic's over. We should go there and camp and see what kind of squatches we can find. Yeah, the swamp squatch. Jake's shaking his head. Uh, Florida is like every bug in Florida is like the radioactive mutant version of a normal bug. So I'm good. Okay, oh, fair I, enough. Fair enough. Seth, you and me, we'll go. Okay. <laughs> y'all Girls can trip. have, yeah, y'all can have like a, like a, a, a girl's trip. A girl's trip. <laughs> skunk, skunk, <laughs> girl's oh, trip. skunk girl's trip. That's I'm what sorry. Call it. Real quick, can I just make the digression that one time our movie group watched girls trip but we had been watching so many horror movies and when they picked girls trip i assumed it was going to be some weird b-movie slasher but it turns out it was just a dramedy starring queen latifah (laughs) and like 30 minutes into girls trip i was just like guys when when does the plot like 
turn and they were like what are you talking about i was like when is <laughs> when does the horror start and they were like no this is it and i was like oh okay resetting my expectations now anyways that was must have been a pleasant surprise i wouldn't have thought queen latifah in a horror movie i have to say oh she wasn't i would have never <laughs> also would have never thought snoop dogg in a horror movie but True. then again there's bones yeah yep so dave shelley actually has captured footage of the skunk ape where it's just a two minute long video of this creature that's just like kind of moosing around the swamp like he's actually very close to it and then suddenly it just starts running and its arms are very long and it's kind of like kind of goofy looking actually but uh it definitely looks like someone in a gorilla suit i'm just i'm gonna throw that one out there oh i know but maybe it's not my i have bad eyes so who knows so uh yeah so shelly just continues to search for this this skunk ape he also described so i read a smithsonian article (laughs) on him actually (laughs) and he described this one time he left out a bunch of lima beans out on a trail to try to bait it and the next day he noticed (laughs) some of the beans were gone (laughs) lima beans are like the worst beans (laughs) that's so bad yeah well the thing is some something took some of the beans away and then like that day a couple reported seeing a hairy bipedal creature so they were driving down a nearby road to where he had laid these beans and then the the ape creature just ran out in front of their car uh, could have been uncle frank just trying to get some lima beans that's yeah. his favorite yeah well they didn't believe in the skunk ape but this uh this made believers out of them wow okay yeah i have to i have to hope that if the skunk ape doesn't exist that there are people who just like really want people to believe and they just dress up as a skunk <laughs> ape and they run around and do crazy things like steal piles of beans yeah, if there if there was someone, it would probably be this Dave Shelley guy, because <laughs> he's also making a profit off of the Skunk Ape, and people believing in the Skunk Ape. Specifically, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> suspicious. Yes. So there are also a couple of stories of Shelley like encountering the Skunk Ape again, um, other than this video and this his like initial introduction if you want to say uh to the skunk ape so he once vowed that he was going to search every day throughout the everglades and his nearby property for six months until he got he got something so he had like two more sightings one or i think he had he had a couple more but two i'll talk about a couple sightings so one is when he caught that video um and then he said that when he was taking that video that he could actually smell it he said that it smelled like a mix of wet dog and skunk, which Ew. sounds pretty nasty, which I guess would kind of be like cabbage. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I don't smell very we well either. Eat, we eat cabbage. <laughs> yeah, but cabbage is kind of stinky. It's kind of stinky, but it's it's like, well, I'm not going to get into this. No, I love it. I love cabbage. Anyway, cabbage is great. Thank you. <laughs> So are you saying are you saying you would like to eat the skunk ape? No. Although I could because that bill was never passed. I have a I have a very particular skunk ape question. So if he's just now smelling it, are there other reports of people smelling it? I feel like that was not mentioned in earlier reports. Like they only saw it from a distance. Like how do we know it really smells that bad? Yeah. So I mean, again, I'm sure there are like tons of other sightings out there that I didn't read there are actually a lot of like local news articles on skunk ape sightings (laughs) which is kind of amazing to me um and like but the ones that i read they never mention anything about like smelling it but i think about like that one lady was in her car so maybe she like couldn't really smell it um Hmm. maybe they weren't close enough that they would be able to smell it i'm not really sure um but that's yeah that's a good thing to point out so he did have uh dave shelley had another encounter with the skunk ape this time he was up in a tree half asleep 
um, I guess, looking out for the skunk ape, and he, he heard something splashing in the water. Um, at first, he thought it was a person, but then he looked closer and saw that it was, of course, the skunk ape. What uh, a coincidence. I know. So, And you should smell those things when they do get wet, though. So he did also manage to get some pictures before the skunk ape ran out back into the swamp. And he was also able to get a cast of the, the skunk ape's footprint that was he found in the mud. And that's now in his gift shop at the Skunk Ape Research, Research Headquarters. So it's a little fun fact. I would love to see this resource up close. Resource. <laughs> yes, me too. Check um, it for proper dermal ridges. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, of course, there are many skeptics out there. One of them being, uh, I guess not one, but a community of them being scientists. And <laughs> also the National Park Service. Um, that actually was a sweet burn, Anna Marie. <laughs> <laughs> There's some skeptics out there, one group of whom are scientists as a whole and also the National Park Service. <laughs> yes. Well, the national, I guess the National Park Service, especially like by the Everglades, they denounced the existence of the skunk, the skunk ape. Denounce? I cannot. They denounce. <laughs> That's my own word. <laughs> That's my own word. Um, wow. But they said that like a lot of scientists are out there like doing research and they have like motion censored trail cameras set up to like, you know, as part of their, I guess, experiments. I don't know what scientists do. And they've never caught anything on tape. And I guess Dave Shelley's response, I don't know if it's to this claim in particular, but he's like, it's a swamp. Things decompose quickly. And there could be tons of creatures that exist out there without us knowing. And the skunk ape could very well be one of them. So that's Boo. that's one, one thing. Um, Boo. I don't like that. <laughs> another is that, you know, it could be a black bear. People are thinking like they see, especially if they see the... Um, the skunk ape with like dark brown or like black hair or something like it could just be a bear um they do have bears out there don't they yeah another thing is it could actually just be a guy in a gorilla suit (laughs) (laughs) and i remember reading one article and someone was like yeah there are like skunk ape hunters out there so like this is a very dangerous joke (laughs) to be playing because some of them are shooting to kill (laughs) So, oh my god but, i mean okay but could you like would you be surprised by the headline florida man dresses up in gorilla costume to prank the entire country and then dies in fatal hunting accident no that seems exactly right to me yeah but i think then it would be covered up it's like this skunk ape skunk ape imposter was oh. just trying to fool you hmm, who knows like a government conspiracy it's a diversion Yes. Yeah. I there are some of the articles did actually say that. Oh. So you are right on track. <laughs> what? Thinking like the skunk ape hunters. See, we can predict their conspiratorial zags. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, from one of my um one of the articles that I found from like Miami local news, one of my favorite quotes, and I feel like it's just really appropriate to talk about here, was this one lady was like, in the Everglades, anything is possible. <laughs> So, wow! In the Everglades, anything is possible. Yeah, I believe it though. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I just have one last little fun fact. So I guess some Florida businesses have been taking advantage of the skunk ape um, to, uh, I guess, promote social distancing during the pandemic, (laughs) Um, and. They're like, I guess some were using like the skunk ape's foul smell as like uh, one way of not like actually like making people smell it and that keeping them at, at a distance, but like, I don't know, using that as some sort of like metaphor for social distancing, like keep the distance that you would if you were smelling the skunk ape or something That's like that. cute. Yeah. Or like the skunk ape's evasive nature as well to like 
stay away from people like the skunk ape you know um, oh. my my mom would buy a t-shirt that said that yes well one of my favorites was that i guess gatorland in orlando which i never heard about it's like a, an alligator theme park wow um so gatorland hired someone to dress up as a skunk ape and enforce social distancing policies. So it's wow. actually a guy in a skunk ape suit who's going That's around. And there's a video of it too, where he's just like seeing two people together and then the skunk ape will just like burst out between them and like shove them apart. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's actually kind of amazing. Like people get so offended when you're like, hey, uh, you're too close to me, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you just had a guy dressed up in a gorilla suit, to make it happen i feel like that would be so bizarre and and so weird that like people wouldn't get offended they'd just be like all right okay i i guess i'm i guess yeah. i'm distancing now or they'd just be in shock yeah you can't really argue with the skunk ape you just have to listen and follow yeah. his directions exactly nice so that was the skunk ape hey nice wow thank you thank you I think a little bit of that um, secretiveness has been you know you've shown some light on it so thank you I had a lot of questions yeah I still have a lot of questions that I feel like the internet has left answered the biggest question from this is are orangutans possibly unsafe this podcast belongs to the cinepunks podcasting network you can find more information about it by going to cinepunks.com that's c-i-n-e-p-u-n-x dot com you can also find us on instagram at weird obscure podcast and you can find us on twitter at weird obscure pod also, if you have any weird, obscure, possibly unsafe stories of the paranormal, of cryptids, of spooky things that have happened to you, please send in your listener stories uh, to weirdobscurepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, who knows, your story might be featured on a future listener episode. Make it your 2021 New Year's resolution. That is your, listen, listen to me. You who are listening to this podcast, yes, you, exactly, you. Your goal this year is to send in a story to weirdobscurepodcast at gmail.com. Do it now or you'll forget. Please, Dan, thank you. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.